My friends, what is up and welcome back to the Awaken Space podcast. I'm going to explore mostly my process of healing and kind of like what it's been like for me and how it allows me to understand myself more, but as well the importance of spending time by yourself because spending time by yourself, the, the, the overall theme of this episode is going to be a matter of self-awareness, right? But it's going to explore themes of, um, you know, like, like, uh, details of healing. It's going to explore themes of, um, you know, like being by yourself and everything and why these all tie together. So let me just start off by saying that my journey of healing has been very interesting. And there have been times when I've been sitting with like the details of what I'm doing in terms of healing and everything. And I'm thinking, wow, I've never been in this space of awareness before. And it's just, it's, it's literally so fascinating. There are things that I'm doing that I've never done before that as I do them, I realize how beneficial they are for me, whether it's writing, whether it's journaling, um, whether it's, uh, you know, just kind of expressing myself in different ways. Um, the, the most interesting thing to me about healing is what healing is itself. It is to experience the opposite of what you previously experienced, right? So if what you previously experienced was, you know, um, feeling paralyzed by people that, um, you know, like, maybe they were making fun of you or something like that, and you didn't know how to um, react to it, right? You, you just, you, you, were, you were stuck, um, and that, this, this happens, you know, like when, when, when children are young and they're getting bullied by people, this so oftentimes happens. They, they, um, they don't know what to do because they feel so alone and it's kind of like they go into, um, freeze mode. I mean, that's, that's really, <laughs> that's what's happening. Um, or of course, you know, um, to, um, to kind of like save themselves, they go into people pleasing mode. Um, and it's just, it's so interesting because, when you see how the dynamics of all that stuff unfold, it is inauthentic how somebody is acting because uh, what they really want to do is they probably want to scream their brains out at the person because their boundaries are being violated and they feel very unsafe about it. And that's usually the healthy response to things. But because they're kind of like in survival, um, they don't really have that kind of space of awareness to unfold that way. So, uh, so healing in and of itself is to go back into the memory of that experience and to feel and express on behalf of what was appropriate, what was healthy for that. So that's why, you know, um, maybe you need to write, maybe you need to like, you know, um, draw or it, it, like whatever it is, maybe, maybe you need to shout, maybe you need to scream. Like it's, it's, it's like that, you know? Um, and that's why this stuff to me is so interesting. Now, let me say in the matter of, um, you know, being by yourself and everything, developing self-awareness, it really comes down to being by yourself. It really comes down to experiencing, uh, yourself by yourself. And the reason why this is so important specifically for healing and also for self-awareness is because um, if all you do in life is spend time around other people, um, you're going to have the influence of other people. You're going to have the influence of their thoughts, their ideas, their feelings, their their behaviors, their beliefs. And oftentimes a lot of that stuff gets projected onto you. And so therefore, you might not actually develop 
for your own self authentically. You might develop, and like, you know, if what you're used to is codependency and people pleasing because um, you learned a belief that you have to self-sacrifice, you have to sabotage yourself, you have to sabotage your, your wants and your needs to, um, you know, to, to gain validation, then you're most definitely um, walking away from your own sense of authenticity. And so therefore, you most definitely don't know yourself. Because if you did know yourself, um, you know, you'd be confident enough to be able to make your own decisions for yourself. You'd be confident enough to think for yourself, to feel for yourself. Um, but that's the thing here. People that grow up with codependency and people pleasing, they're not confident. They're, they're, they're not confident in themselves. But this is also uh, started and developed in childhood. You know, for, for many different reasons. Um, somebody could be abandoned, right? And so therefore they learn to not be able to trust themselves. So therefore, they externalize so much of the stuff that they don't need to, but they learn to because they learned that because they approached, um, you know, they, 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 uh, they, for instance, they expressed healthy anger, right? And somebody left, right? So the thing is there, they learn to not be confident with that form of self-expression or that, that, that emotional expression, that healthy emotional expression. And so therefore, they learn to not trust themselves. And so they're going to have a very hard time being by themselves because they're going to, re- they're, they're, they're going to think to themselves that they can't trust themselves to make um, the right decisions, right? And that's an issue because it's not that it's not the right decision to make. It's just that they were taught very early on in life growing up that it was not the right decision to make because as a result of that decision, they were left. But that doesn't mean that it was the wrong decision to make. It just means that, you know, whoever left them, left them because that was their shit and not, you know, the person who was expressing the emotion. Um, and so, you know, there, there, are, there, there are so many layers to this, and this is why it's so interesting, because there are so many ways to explore this. And it can show you um, a lot of people out there. Like, this, this is why, like, when I look at society, when I look at culture... You know, um, when I when I first learned about uh, a man named Terrence McKenna, very very interesting guy. Um, he was one of the, I believe, he was one of the pioneers of um, you know like like psychedelic stuff and everything. Um, just his capacity to think about things, the 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 expansiveness of how he is able to think about things. Um, if you're not familiar, if you're not familiar with him, I highly uh, recommend looking him up. Very interesting guy. Um, very, uh, very deep in thought. (laughs) Um, yeah, so kind of like, you know, that society and culture, there is this sense of conformity, right? Well, within conformity, very often there is self-sacrificing. There is, there is self-sabotaging and self-neglect. You're giving, you're, you're potentially giving up a part of yourself to give into like a group think right? And that's problematic. Because if you do that, and you're just doing that because you learn that from an early age, you have to give up a part of yourself for love. That's not authentic. Or multiple parts of yourself. That's not authentic. So therefore, you're not learning yourself. You're learning what you can do or what you have to betray within yourself to be accepted by other people. That's not authentic, right? So, like, when I look at society, when I look at culture, there's a huge part of me that recognizing, uh, that there's, there's a huge part of me that recognizes these aspects of society and culture, and 
it's repulsive to it because it's like, no, that's, that's not okay because that negates individuality. And, you know, like, if you don't have individuality, you don't have self. And if you don't have self, you have an issue because then you're not grounded. You don't have your own sense of authenticity and that's, that's a huge problem. So the path to self-awareness especially if you are somebody who comes from a place of codependency. People that come from a place of codependency have a very hard, have a very hard time being by themselves. Um, they're very used to gaining their sense of validation externally. Um, they rely on other people for their sense of validation. And that's a problem. Because then how are they when they are by themselves? Exactly, you know? Um, so the path of self-awareness is really a lot about just spending so much time by yourself. The reason being is because if you're always spending your time around other people, how are you going to know if the decisions that you're making, uh, the thoughts that you're thinking, the feelings that you're feeling, the beliefs that you hold are authentic and real to you, right? You're not. Because there's a good chance that you're actually being influenced by other people. So this is important for... Um, you know, developing uh, self-awareness, this is important for um, for healing, right? Um, so many people, I've been there, so many people um, self-sacrifice. They self-sacrifice their, their wants and needs. Um, you know, they don't actually have their own sense of opinions, their own ideas, their own beliefs, their own set of behaviors. Um, it's like they just mirror other people. And that's a huge problem. It's a, it's a, it's a massive problem. And what it does is just conditions them into a life of inauthenticity. Which then, therefore, they don't really know themselves. So, therefore, they lack self-awareness. You know, and it's, it's so interesting because for me growing up, there were many times where I was confused as to, like, what it was that I wanted. And then, as I started to sit with it, I started learning more about myself, you know, therapy and everything. And it's like, oh... This whole time I've been self-sacrificing because I learned that very early on in life growing up. That's why I, um, you know, I, I approach things the way that I do. So, okay, so what's necessary? Okay, spending a lot of time by myself. Oh, okay, all right, that, that makes sense. All right, okay. And then you go from there, right? And it can be very hard for a lot of people to spend time by themselves again, because the, when I, when I say spend time by yourself, I mean by yourself, turn off that TV, put that phone on focus mode, right? Or airplane mode and be with yourself and by yourself. It's very hard for a lot of people to do. A lot of people are very plugged into society and culture that they just overly identify with that. And they really don't have their own sense of self. Right. Um, yeah, I'm, I am. I I get that I partake in it in many ways, um, but I'm not a fan of like conformity because in order to conform, in many ways, you literally have to look at your own thoughts, your own feelings, your own beliefs, and in many regards, self-sacrifice, right? You, you neglect them, you, you let them go, you betray them, right? And that's not okay. That's not okay. That's what conformity does to people. 
and it's kind of like it's kind of like silent acceptance. We've just all kind of accepted that things are the way that they are. And perhaps that's why we're looking at things the way that we're looking at them. Or not, not looking at them the way that we're looking at them today, but that's why they're unfolding the way that they're unfolding today. And that's also important to recognize and understand. Um, the path to self-awareness is very interesting. And the bottom line is you have to spend a lot of time by yourself. Because if all you do is spend time around other people, you're being influenced by them. And if you're somebody who's codependent and you don't really have your own sense of self um, your own authentic sense of self formed, it's going to be very influenced by that. So, yeah, that's how that works. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Awakened Space podcast. Much love, light, and peace over and out. Namaste.